Would you please pray? Ask God's presence on our Bible study. Okay. Uh, Jesus, thank you for your presence to be upon us as we speak your word, Lord. We just pray that, Father, that your words will come forth and they will touch people's hearts, the ones that are listening to, to this podcast, Lord. We ask you for an encouraging word for, for the people to receive. And most of all, we ask the Holy Spirit to minister to hearts. And we ask for the love to be overflowing. Thank you for using us. And we set ourselves apart so that we can, we can uh, just minister. Help us to minister to Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. Love you all. God bless you. Don't get discouraged. Discouragement is... We can take care of that by saying, thank you, God, I'm discouraged. (laughs) What an incredible opportunity to have that tool. Be aware of it. It may be the last key on the ring that opens the door to, to thanking God for situations. Amen. God has promised us he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that's how we put them in engage. we got to have a negative thing that will help us engage God and give us a reason. We don't need to be at our wit's ends. All we need to do is cry out to the Lord and thank him for the trouble. Lord, that we, we use it for our good to look up and open the door to heaven and have God come out. We cry out to the Most High who fulfills His purpose for us. Psalms 57, 7. And remember in Psalms 37, 5, Commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do this. Do what? Give you dreams and visions, give you a vision of the future, give you hope, stability. Now, I have a little reading here from His Word is True by VHF. It'll take me a minute to read it. Uh, the literal meaning of the verse, commit your way to the Lord, trust in Him, and He will do it in Psalms 37, 5, is, is roll your way unto Jehovah and trust upon Him, and He works. Roll your concerns on the Lord. He works. Okay? Yeah, yes. Trust upon Him. Roll it and trust it upon Him. See, that takes a university engineering process of a lot of failure to learn how to, how to turn something over to God in faith and leave it in His hands and know that you have put it there. It takes effort, but it's so worth the, uh, the success of turning something over. You know, it gives you release, gives you confidence. I put it in the Lord's hands. It's not on me anymore. Right. Isn't that something, you know? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that good? Well, Okay. I think Go ahead, honey. I, I think that that's probably a very powerful sentence you just read there because um, we, we feel the need to work through the situation with our own strength. But God is ready to swoosh in there and help you, but you got to put it in his hands and let him go to work. So he's not going to tug a war with you of who's going to handle it, right? He wants to help you, but you got to turn it over and let him do the work and you be at rest. That's all I want to say. Thank you. And all right. The literal meaning of this verse, roll your way unto Jehovah and trust upon him. Trust upon him. Kind of like 
push it onto him, and he works. In other words, he needs to be thrusted upon. This brings to our attention the immediate of God's actions once we commit or roll burdens of any kind from our hands into his. Whether our burdens is a sorrow, difficulty, physical need, or concern over the salvation of a loved one, he works. When does he work? He works now. We act as if God does not immediately accept our trust in him and thereby delay the accomplishment that we ask him to do. We fail to understand that he works as we commit. He works now. Praise him for the fact that this is true. Lord, we praise you and we thank you that you work in the now. As soon as we give it to you, Lord, you work in the now. Our expectation that he will work is the very thing enabling the Holy Spirit to accomplish what we have rolled unto him. At this point, it is our grasp, and we are not to try to do it ourselves. At this point, it, it is out of our grasp, and we are not to try to do it ourselves. He works. Take comfort from this and do not try to pick it up again. What a relief there is in knowing he really is at work on our difficulty. And when someone says, but I don't see any results, pay him no attention. <laughs> he works. If you have rolled your burdens unto him and are looking unto Jesus, Hebrews 12, 2, to do it, your fate may be tested, but he works. His word is true. VHF. You know, the, the thing that came to mind when I was reading this, yes. to the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. oh, there's more writing on it, is uh, practice, practice, practice. Problems, problems, problems are practice, practice, practice. Mm, beautiful. They start with a P, and the answer is in the problem. Hard to believe that the answer is in the problem for us as Christians. Mm. Okay, let me give you some more. Psalm 57, 2 says, I cried out to God, most high to God, who fulfills his purpose for me. One beautiful old translation of this verse says, He will perform the cause I hold in my hand. That makes it very real to me today. The very thing I hold in my hand, my work today, this concern that is beyond my control, this task in which I have greatly overestimated my own abilities. This is what I may... Cry out for him to do for me. With the calm assurance, he will perform it. The wise and what they do are in God's hands. Ecclesiastes 9.1 The wise and what they do are in God's hands. That's really incredible. Ecclesiastics. That was by Francis Ridley Havergal. Havergal. The Lord will follow through on his covenant promises. Whatever he takes and holds in his hands, he will accomplish. Therefore, his past mercies are guaranteed for the future and worthy reasons for continuing to cry out to him. Charles Spurgeon. Heavenly Father, we just give over unto you our concerns and we put them into your hands, Lord. And Lord, we just leave them there. We thrust them onto you, Lord God. They're out of our hands into you. All of our projects, all of our family, all our income, our, our and the duty, and the work of our hands, Lord, we put it unto you this day. Our time, Lord, our health, we put it into your hands, Lord. We thrust it into you, Lord. Show yourself mighty on our behalf, Lord God. 
Open the windows of heaven and let us know that you are God and you got this. I got this, Fernando. I got this. Amen. All right, now I'm going to switch it over, change gears, and get in the fast lane with none other than the <laughs> lights are on Georgia. <laughs> okay, thank you, Fernando. Um, I'm reading from Jesus Today, which is Sarah Young, and I just randomly picked a page here. It's number 97. Uh, it's actually uh, reading 97, it says here. And it says, keep returning your focus to me. I am always thinking about you and watching everything that concerns you. You, however, are only human and you will lose sight of me at times. I know how hard it is for you to stay focused on me, especially when you're feeling weak or weary. So give yourself grace whenever you realize your mind and heart have wandered from me. And waste no time in returning to me by praising me in thought, word, or song. Even whispering my name reverently, lovingly, can be worship. Amen. Let me have all your worries and cares. This may sound easy, but it's not. You are accustomed to worry, thoughts roaming freely in your brain. So you must train yourself to bring up all your cares into my presence, trusting me to help you. Remember that you're never alone in your struggles. I'm always aware of you and your circumstances. I can help you because I have all authority in heaven and earth. As you come into my presence, let go of your worries and cares so that you could cling to me in a childlike trust. And the scriptures say, in 1 Peter 5, 7, let God have all your worries and cares for he's always thinking about you and watching everything that concerns you. In Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and spoke to the disciples saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Matthew 18, 1 to 4, at that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He heaven. He called a little child and had him stand among them. And he said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like, a, like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Amen. It's kind of interesting how what you read kind of this backs it up, you know, and cast all your cares unto the Lord for he cares about you. Now, one thing from this is that I like where it says that he's always thinking about you and watching everything that concerns you. Okay, that's everything. It could be the smallest little concern you have. He's concerned about it, the scripture says. He cares about the details going on in your life. So um, take that into your spirit and just meditate on that. Wow, God cares about what I'm doing. Yes, that's true. Wonderful. Um, and, you know, I just want to say that in this time and age, how we are so distracted, can, we can be distracted from the world and the social media and the Instagrams and the TikToks and the Twitter. Okay. How do you know all these? 
I don't know all these. I only know one Twitter. <laughs> but you know TikTok. But anyway, um, you know, those things kind of get in the way sometimes. Um, so just, you know, the way to success always is to meditate on Jesus so that you get his presence and you begin to un- to roll over your cares that Fernando mentioned earlier. You're rolling your cares onto him. Why? Because his yoke is light and it's easy and he can handle it. And uh, supernaturally, you gain um, confidence when you do that because you know he's with you and he's for you. He's not against you. So we got to remember to take a shift in our mind. Turn it around. Instead of taking this whole thing upon your shoulders, put it on Jesus' shoulders and let him take it. Amen. And he will bring forth a solution that you never thought of. Um, so anyway, I, I, I love that. Um, I just want to say one more thing. In Matthew 18, 1-4, where he, they talk about who's the who's the greatest in the kingdom, and Jesus answered them, it's like, you got to be like a little child. Okay? Um, I know we're grown up, and we're you know 60 years old or whatever, but you know what? You have a daddy in heaven who cares about you, wants to hug you, wants to love on you, and sit on his lap so that you are that child and receive from him daily the supply of love that is for you. And um, you will see that, you know, you'll start to trust him more. When you spend time with him, you'll start to, your faith will get stronger. You know, no weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Because you got Jesus on your, on your, I mean, who best to have in your court but have Jesus batting for you? You know, you want to always want to have him on your team, at the front of the team. Amen, <laughs> amen. Right. All right, thank you very much, babe. Um, I challenge you, everyone, to uh, start trusting in him and the little things. Let's learn how to put things over into his camp, into his hands. You know, I used to, and continue, it says to worship him in spirit and in truth once you do that once i do that in prayer <coughs> so even the our father you can put the our father in his hands lord i put the our father into your hands for you to commit to him you ask for his kingdom to come you ask for daily bread you ask that you be forgiven as you're to keep you from evil we put it into his hands that those words of concern will take flight and once we prayed, then all through the day now, well, we back it up with with worshiping him in spirit and truth and song and, and just rejoicing that God has heard us. You know, and th- this is a great practice for us to keep doing this. You know, we, we say the prayer or Psalm 23 in faith and put it into his hands. And then we seal it with thanksgiving and praise that God has heard us now. If you feel something that went out like love, like inspiration, like faith, like a real good feeling that God has, you have placed it in his hands, now is the time to rejoice that he's got it. See, this is a school of, of, of encouragement practicing. We're practicing and be skillful in engineering and putting things in God's hands. So what better way than signs and wonders that will return that God has heard our prayer 
And now we get excited because actually we're not praying a selfish prayer. We're asking God's kingdom to come down. Yeah. We're asking God's will to be Amen. done. Yes. And his will is peace for us. Jesus said, I give you my peace. Yes. And peace has a lot of categories. Has adventures, has stuff, folks. Has vacation, has has youthfulness, has rhythm. Most of all, satisfaction that your father, like Anna said, your father's got this. In the Amen. So let's go ahead and practice. We're going to put the Our Father into the hands even if you can imagine the hands of, of the Father holding out like a cup. And you say, Father. So imagine the cups. Use your hands as the cup. Father, our Father, my Daddy. Father, our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, now now throw it into heaven. Feel it go. I I felt my hands heating up. And now I just threw the, the prayer into heaven. It's gone. Thank you, Lord. Now we praise him. Now we turn on the song. There's a guy called Joseph Garlington, and his his song came to me this morning. I was asking God, you know, every minute, and I heard him say a song, a little bitty little word of his song, and I know it's Joseph Prince. Excuse me, Joseph Garlington. I bought all his praise and worship CDs. I ordered them from his church. I used them up, and they're all over the place, like yours is all over the place. But thank God for YouTube. Thank God for efficient Christians that put it up for us so we can tap into it. I love you. I encourage you. Stomp your feet. We got this. We're we're learning how to be encouragers. And once we learn the key, turning it over, we can easily pass it on to others. Father, let it work for us, Lord. Show yourself strong on behalf of the people. Do something miraculous, amazing, that they may look back, that they successfully put your prayer, your will, into their hands. What better prayer could be than the one Jesus taught us so we can get along with each other? In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Everyone, go in peace. Amen. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. All right. Bye. Turn that off.